0: Good morning, this is Wednesday, January 29, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today Obama tackling issues on his authority. Rebels in Syria claim control of resources, and sign of chill, EU doesn't set table for Putin. In today's national headlines, executive order is an option with limits. We hear a news analysis. Popular flood insurance law is a bipartisan target, and House votes to restrict federal payments for abortions. In today's business headlines, businesses object to VW unionization drive. With ad dollars elusive, Yahoo's revenue falls. And Ford reports a $3 billion quarterly profit on tax gains. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Maureen Dowd. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories titled, Obama Tackling Issues on His Authority. Reported by Peter Baker. After five years of fractious political combat... President Obama declared independence from Congress on Tuesday as he vowed to tackle economic disparity with a series of limited initiatives on jobs, wages, and retirement that he will take without legislative approval. Promising a year of action, Obama used his State of the Union Address to chart a new path forward relying on his own executive authority. But the defiant, with or without Congress approach was more assertive than any of the individual policies he advanced. I'm eager to work with all of you, Obama told lawmakers in a 65-minute address, but America does not stand still, and neither will I. So wherever and whenever I can take steps without legislation to expand opportunity for more American families, that's what I'm going to do. The President's appearance at the Capitol came at a critical juncture, as he seeks to define his remaining time in office. He touched on foreign policy, asserting that, American diplomacy backed by the threat of force had forced Syria to give up chemical weapons, and that American diplomacy backed by pressure had brought Iran to the negotiating table. And he repeated his plan to pull troops out of Afghanistan this year, and threatened again to veto sanctions on Iran that disrupt his diplomatic efforts. But Obama's message, centered on the wide gap between the wealthiest and other Americans, the cold hard fact is that even in the midst of recovery, too many Americans are working more than ever just to get by, let alone get ahead, he said, and too many still aren't working at all. So our job is to reverse these trends. To do so, Obama announced an executive order raising the minimum wage to 10 10 an hour for future federal contract workers and the creation of a new treasury savings bond for workers without access to traditional retirement options. He proposed incentives for trucks running on alternative fuels and higher efficiency standards for those running on gasoline. And he announced a meeting on working families and a review of federal job training programs. Republicans responded by blaming Obama for the country's economic problems, but the party's leaders avoided the language of last year's government shutdown and hoped to present what Representative Kathy McMorris-Rogers of Washington called a more hopeful Republican vision intended to appeal particularly to women in a midterm election year.